You're listening to the second season of the Junior Hereford Show. You're a Hereford enthusiast, or maybe a fellow junior, and you could be that excited individual ready to take on the future of the beef industry. I'm Ralston Rip, your host. Get ready to learn, lead, and achieve. Welcome back to the Junior Herford Show. I am very excited for this episode, and it's kind of a bittersweet one. This is our transition episode to my final time as the host of the Junior Herford Show and passing it on to the wonderful chairman currently of our junior board, Mr. Tar Tut. So Tar, I'm super excited to be on and get to learn more about you and what we're looking forward to with the new podcast season. Uh, so howdy. Um, y'all will hear that a lot for me, especially <laughs> since um, I went uh, to Texas a and uh, recent graduate of Texas A&M, uh, originally from Fairmont, Minnesota. Like Ralston said, I'm the current chairman of the National Junior Hereford Association in uh, post-graduation actually entered the real world and I'm Merck Animal Health as a pharmaceutical sales rep and territory manager in Northeast Texas. So enjoying that right now and uh, have been in this position full-time for I guess two weeks now. So it's kind of like I'm drinking out of a fire hose, but uh, I've enjoyed uh, all the moments and, and learning opportunities that I've been faced with. Yeah, so super exciting. You've had a very busy and successful summer, you know, graduating college and kind of hitting the ground running with we had junior nationals and then faces the leadership, um, as well as transitioning to kind of a new season of life. So before we talk about what we're looking forward to in this season and as with you as our new host, um, let's kind of reflect back on some of the really monumental successful times that we've had with junior nationals and faces of leadership. And I would just love to visit with you about, you know, how junior nationals went and what are some moments, key moments that stick out to you from that best week in July? Oh, obviously. I mean, I'll always say this. Um, I, I think Herford is the best breed and, oh, yeah. um, but you don't really realize just how, how tight knit uh, the Herford family is. Uh, until you're actually in it. And then Hereford Junior Nationals or the Junior National Hereford Expo um, is obviously not only uh, the board's favorite week of the year, uh, but I think so many other members, it's kind of just the culmination of of everyone's hard work uh, coming yeah. together. Um, I'd certainly say that for me, um, I'm big on emotions. And if anyone knows me, they know I'm a big crybaby. And <laughs> I wear my heart on my sleeve. Um, emotions are absolutely okay. And um, I, I just love seeing raw emotions. And for me, I guess my favorite week, or excuse me, my favorite part of that, the week at Junior Nationals was just the bread and milk. First top five ever at the Junior National Hereford Expo. And uh, what better way to do it than in the bread and milk show. And Gary and Kathy Buckholz, I mean, they just went above and beyond in, in wanting to award and and highlight our incredible juniors and their bread and own projects. Um, uh, they gave it an incredible, incredible trailer uh, that uh, I think is here to stay. And I look forward to to seeing who wins it next year. Um, but um, I, like I said, just the raw emotions and I'm a big emotional guy. I'm seeing people smiling and crying and, you know, hugging family, friends and 
that that to me was just the definition of a hurtful family because you know so many friends came up and congratulated all those top five exhibitors and let them know how proud they were of yeah. them and it, it was just a good feeling to see and and to know that uh those kids were part of the Hereford family yeah there's definitely nothing comparable or nothing like the Hereford family and um you wouldn't be you if you didn't wear your heart on your sleeve tar and I love that you just talk about you know like those small moments of when people are hugging each other or just telling them good job and giving them a high five whether they're their competitors or they're their next door neighbors or they're their grandparents, you know, everyone's excited about it. And um, I also want to dive deeper into, you know, you talked a little bit about you had showed another breed and you'd actually been on another junior board too. And so I would love to dive deeper into that. And, um, you know, how did you come, how did you come home to Hereford and how did you get in the Hereford breed? And um, also what is your experience? You know, how is that? You, you're unique in coming with those skills you learned with another breed and coming into our breed and bringing those new ideas and fresh ideas and, and also coming home to Hereford, right? So um, tell us a little bit about that journey. Oh, absolutely. Um, so um, the very first Junior Nationals I ever attended uh, was actually the Junior National Hereford Expo in Madison, Wisconsin in 2016. And I remember that day like it was yesterday. I mean, I was just stoked and so excited that, you know, I get to go to Junior Nationals. Like, what? That is awesome. Yeah. And tack on a little thing. But 2023, Madison, Wisconsin was also my very last uh, oh. Junior Nationals as an exhibitor. Um, but past that, um, I remember that day like it was yesterday. And, oh, my gosh, I was so excited and and just so stoked to meet so many new people, whether they're from my state or from across the country. And, you know, fortunately for me, I, I was able to meet so many new people that week uh, that, I mean, just welcomed me with open arms. And yeah. it was just the greatest feeling ever. It, it's it, it's just such a great feeling to know that that the Herf family, like I said, welcomed me with open arms. Um but then my next Junior Nationals was the North American Junior Red Angus event. Uh, and that was held in Stillwater, Oklahoma. And, you know, I was fortunate to be part of the Red Angus breeding. And uh, later on, I think a couple of years later, uh, to get on that board. And, you know, I learned some things on that board. I was able to bring back to Hereford. I just kind of used those skills and resources that uh, I learned while I was on the Red Angus board. What's so great about Utah is I feel, feel like you you don't know a stranger. Everyone knows. You know everyone. You know, um, you always are able to make anyone smile. And I think some of my favorite memories are, you know, just even working the ring at Junior Nationals and walking by. And it might be the, the first day or the seventh day. And you have a huge smile on your face. And you're giving high fives to everyone. And um, just sincerely, like, you have such... You just bring the fun and you bring the heart and the soul. And um, I just love that about you, Tar. And I'm so excited to see you serve this next year, the chairman position and our podcast host too. And we're excited for what's to come. So with talking about, you know, junior nationals and your first junior nationals being in Madison, Wisconsin, and your last junior nationals being in Madison, Wisconsin, um, I guess, how are you feeling, you know, in that moment of being a director and in a leadership role and now taking on your last year as a director you've kind of already had a busy season of you guys took off to faces of leadership and we were talking just about 
how cool of moments you had there. And I'd love for you just to kind of give a sneak peek to our listeners that weren't able to attend or not old enough to attend yet um, of how that conference was and what kind of monumental moments happened there and maybe why why some of our juniors should make sure that they're looking at our leadership opportunities in the Hereford Association. Absolutely. Um, I know uh, at our last spaces in uh, Columbus, Ohio, I guess this past summer, uh, I just kind of had like a decompressing moment and I kind of sat by myself and just thought about everything that I want to accomplish this year, not only for myself, but uh, with the board as well. And it it was after my keynote speech, um, I thought, wow, like, I wish that I would have just taken the opportunity to go to Facebook as young, like 14 years old right away, like, because just seeing people or seeing our juniors develop Mm -hmm. into like just confident young people it's so refreshing and so heartwarming because um that was never me um being on the board has allowed me that opportunity to grow in my confidence and and you know being able to speak in front of people um if you would have asked me my first year on the board i probably would have laughed at you and said (laughs) he's not girl scout because i can't do that but when, when i was approached and asked to give this keynote i was so excited so i'm like like I feel confident enough because of what the Hereford breed has done for me yep. in terms of building my confidence that I can do it. And um, leading up to my keynote, everyone was like, are you nervous? Because I-, I can get nervous too. I think anyone can, <laughs> no oh, matter yeah. how yep. you are uh, in whatever you do. And I was, I mean, I was kind of psyching myself out because I, I was not nervous at all. I'm like, what in the world's going on? Like, you're usually freaking out about things like this and uh, you know, you, you need a lot of preparation time, but I didn't need a lot of preparation time. And I was so confident in my ability to, you know, captivate the, the, the members attentions uh, during my keynote that I was like, you know what? I got this. Like, and I, I absolutely attribute that to, uh, to the experiences uh, learned uh, while on the junior board and uh, while being a member of the National Junior Hereford Association. So I can't stress it enough. Like as soon as you're able, 14 yeah. and up, 14 to 21, I mean, hop on board. Uh, we go to so many different locations every year. And uh, it, it's just been uh, one of the greatest opportunities that uh, I've ever been afforded. And I'm just so grateful and thankful because um, my first year on the board, some of the kids that were faces this year, I mean, uh, you would have thought like it was just two two completely different people because yep. their first year at Faces was also my first year, and you know they're just quiet and reserved. But this past summer, I mean, some nights the board would would sit in the lobby and you know talk about uh, some of our members like, wow, like did you guys see how this person just like came out of their shell? And ultimately, that's my goal because yeah. um, that's that's how that's kind of how I. I became tar, if you will, and <laughs> yes, um, just coming out of my shell, and, uh, and and that's why I try to, you know, try to put a smile on somebody's face and let let those juniors know that they're important to me. Like they're not just a number, if you will. Um, I, I care about them. I, I want to get their attention. I, I want to know what they like. I want to know what their interests are, and you know, I want to know what gets them motivated and fired up. Personally, 
in my own opinion, I truly think that um, attending faces leadership is the best place to do it. And then tack on the fact that we just added on a brand new leadership conference, Bold, um, building on leadership development, kind of for our older kids who who want to take their leadership skills to the next level. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- that's more one-on-one and more personable and more personal. And the junior board gets to work with you uh, on a more intimate level, if you will, and kind of honing in and developing your skills, whether it's communication, leadership, whatever it may be. Um, we get to work with you one-on-one. Yes. And I sincerely wish our listeners could just see right now the light and the enthusiasm that Tar is like radiating, not only just through his voice, but through his, through his smile and through his face. Um, I love that, you know, we've talked about, you talked about, you hit on a lot of really good points and I'm going to go back to face the leadership for a second and, um, let's talk about your keynote. So I'm like sitting here as you were talking about it and gosh, like my eyes are getting teary and you had talked about, you know, you're such a big hearted person and getting that opportunity to just kind of wrap up the week and talk about the key moments and the kind of the take homes that you got to celebrate on that final night. And, um, I guess if you could hit on maybe just like three big things from that keynote to leave our listeners with that you really stress to juniors, um, I know that, like you said, it's so fun to watch juniors grow throughout that week. And even, you know, at the end of that week, they're repeating your lessons back to you and they're holding you accountable for what you taught them. And I think that's, that's what warms my heart the most and what m- makes me smile the most. And I would love if you, I think they're really influential and impactful. If you could kind of share the three big things that you left with the juniors during that phase of the leadership. Okay. So <laughs> So obviously, um, um, the theme for FACE's leadership this year was preparing you for your future. And um, uh, the theme for the junior board throughout the year and kind of where we developed um, the theme for Hereford Homeroom was uh, the ABCs of Hereford, Um, uh, making making a connection, uh, being confident, and creating a community. Um, and, and I guess the two most important ones for me uh, in my mind were uh, being confident. Um, uh, the leadership workshops led by the junior board, um, I thought were uh, a per- perfect example on how to truly just embrace yourself and loving who you are as a person and being confident in your decisions and your ability. And Honestly, just holding yourself to account, uh, holding yourself accountable or holding others accountable as well. Um, I think that takes a lot of confidence in uh, no matter what you're doing in life. But I mean, just truly embracing who you are as a person, like will get you a long, long, long ways in life. And um, I I really wish I would have learned that a lot sooner in life um, because, I mean, I could probably be the president of the United States right now. <laughs> Uh, just kidding but um but just start right you know just do things just say yes just go after it and get started (laughs) exactly so um be just be confident um I can't stress that enough and then the final thing that I mean just means the absolute world to me and you will hear me say it over and over whether it's on Facebook Instagram Snapchat whatever it may be um the Hereford family yes and to me uh creating a connection. Um, If I hadn't made those connections at my very first 
Hereford Junior Nationals. Um, as cliche as it sounds, and you know, everyone says, I don't know where I'd be today if it wasn't for this. But like, yeah. if anyone truly knows my story and where I come from and my background, like, I truly do not know where I would be without the Hereford family. And that's because of the community that I've been able to create uh, through connections and through meeting so many different people. Uh, those those are my key takeaways from um, the uh, the week at Faces Leadership. And, um, and I may shed a tear because that was my very last Faces of Leadership. And yeah. also just kind of just uh, telling the kids uh, what was on my heart and just mm-hmm. how much they truly mean to me. And, you know, some people might think that, you know, the junior board just, just does, they just focus on junior nationals or, or they might not do anything, but I mean, we are running year round, literally okay. as soon as junior nationals is done, we have a debrief the next day and yep. we are already playing for the following junior nationals and our annual meeting and, bold and faces i mean planning starts right away and our main focus is our juniors like it's y'all are so important to us yeah sincerely the heart and soul of our association and our breed and um you had kind of mentioned just you know we're trying to build those leaders for the next generation and truly you know a pipestone from when they're eight years old to when they walk out of that ring for the final time or attend their last leadership conference and how we can transition them to being lifelong Hereford enthusiasts and Hereford breeders and just leaders in the beef industry and the agriculture industry as a whole and um, it's pretty exciting I'm it's just always heartwarming to see, you know, the future of our industry is bright and of our breed is awesome because, because of those, because of our junior members and because of the experiences that we get to offer to them because of great supporters and great breeders that invest in that next generation for sure. So Tar, we've kind of recapped on the super exciting and, you know, fast and crazy and intentional summer that we've had. And I want to take some time now to really look forward to this next year as the podcast host. And I've sincerely enjoyed my year and my part in this. And I'm so even more excited to watch the legacy that you'll leave as our host. And um, I guess, what are you most looking forward to as hosting the Junior Herford show from now moving forward? First of all, thank you for just being an absolutely incredible host. I know whenever I listen to the podcast, I was always just, it, it was so refreshing to always hear your oh. voice to start off, start off the the podcast. And, you know, we might keep that and just, oh. just change it to, just change it to your voice and, and I'll just hop on. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's just, oh, it's always nice to hear a, a nice and refreshing voice. Oh, and I'm not saying I have, <laughs> uh, I'm not saying I have a bad voice, but. Um, it's pretty good. You'll be, I think you'll be good. <laughs> Um, but I'm honestly, I don't know what you looked forward to last year whenever your transition and being house, but, um, I'm looking forward to just, uh, kind of just diving deeper into knowing our juniors and yeah. what makes them up and, uh, also talking to industry leaders and past, uh, NJHA members and uh, kind of seeing where they are and, uh, how the NJHA has helped develop them and some just tips and advices that they could give to our juniors on how to make the most of who they are as a young person uh, so they're better set up for success uh, when they graduate from the NJHA. 
Exactly. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty fun. We've talked a lot about leadership and opportunities and having the chance to catch up with those alumni of the National Junior Hereford Association that now are um, a part of our association as a whole and taking what they learned uh, moving forward is, it's just a testimony to the kind of activities and the kind of investment and the people that we have in our breed. And um, it'll be so much fun to hear your conversations and the stories that you get to hear and the life lessons that they have to share. And um, I think with that too, I'd love to know. So this is kind of a deep question, but we had talked about fun questions to talk about before. So what what is kind of the big takeaway or the big value that you hope our listeners get from, from the podcast? Oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm kind of a big podcast listener and yeah, that's good. Now that I'm on the road 25, eight, um, yep. I have a lot of road time yep. and a lot of time to, to listen to podcasts. So, um, the, I guess the biggest takeaway is, uh, that I want them to take away is, um, Kind of just for them to truly find themselves in, you know, what sparks their interest in, and I hope to, to kind of highlight those opportunities for those juniors through the people we interview and uh, the people we talk to and uh, kind of what, what, what fuels their fire in making sure that, like I said, uh, the Hereford breed uh, creates the best industry leaders. Uh, for agriculture and the world as a whole. Yeah, exactly. I love it. I'm excited to take that away from the podcast and from listening to you this next season and seeing all the fun adventures that it takes you on. You know, as we are kind of talking about this podcast and getting ready for this transition episode, I went back and listened to the episode that I actually transitioned to the host with and, um, it's kind of, you can tell a lot from a podcast in like the first 30 seconds, right? And so from listening to like that episode's first 30 seconds to some of like my final episodes in the first 30 seconds, it's pretty cool to see the growth that I've had the opportunity to have over the last year and just having conversations or being intentional with conversations and learning as much as I could. And um, it's, I'm sincerely been so grateful for the opportunity and just to get to visit with junior members, with industry leaders, with breeders, and just hear their stories and share them with our audience and with our listeners and with our membership um, has truly been an opportunity of a lifetime. And I've learned a lot and grown a lot, and I'm excited for you to have that opportunity also. And you never know, never know where it could take you, right? Absolutely. So as we are wrapping up, Tar, I... um. I've had the pleasure of asking a question to all of my guests and you probably know it's coming and maybe not too, but I would love for the final time to ask you how you would define success. I knew it was coming. <laughs> um, to be honest, I, um, anytime I listen to the junior Herbert podcast, I, Anytime you would ask somebody that, I, I mean, I would just, I would just kind of sit back and think, like, oh my gosh, like how, how would you define success? Um, yeah. And I, I haven't come up with the perfect answer, and I don't think there was a perfect answer. Right. Um, um, I think everyone has their own definition of success and uh, what makes them happy. Um, I mean, 
let's just, I guess, use a homeless person, for example, like their definition of success could be um, they just got a job and they feel like the most successful person in the world. Like, and, and I guess for me, um, I would define it as uh, truly what, what I guess fills your heart, um, what makes you feel good. And then in my mind and for me you now, I'm just so passionate about helping other people and in uh, leadership and uh, to me, it, it would be uh, helping people uh, find what they're good at, what they love, and what they're passionate about. And uh, that that would just make me feel so good. I've uh, I've had the opportunity to uh, help coach judging teams, and yeah. uh, this past week, I'm mean, a past judging kids who are in JUCO now um, oh. have been texting me because uh, they're on their summer workouts and they're asking me for help and. I, it just feels so good, like just just to see them continue to reach out and um, kind of just continue to build their confidence mm-hmm. and, and seeing that they love something that I was passionate about and something that I love. It, it's been great. It's been fun. And to me, that 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 is just what I guess fills my bucket, if you will, yeah. and kind of highlights my definition of success. Yeah, no, I love it. And it's great that you talk about, you know, everyone has a different definition of success. And I don't think I've ever talked about why I asked this question. And I'll take just a minute. It's actually, this is one of the first questions that I received on a scholarship application coming out of, as a senior in high school, it was on like, um, I attended the University of Nebraska Lincoln and I was going to Lincoln because of the Engler Agribusiness Entrepreneurship Program. And this was like the I think it was the first question on like the second page. And I was like, and you only had 50 words to describe how you define success. In it. <laughs> and I was like, that's like wild, right? Cause it's like, Oh, you could say so much in it. And um, just after seeing that I refer, like, I just imagine like this scholarship application, 18 year old Ralston sitting at a desk, kind of like how in the world do I define this? And so it's been pretty humbling to get to hear others definition and, sincerely just you know think about that there's so many different ways to define it and what success looks like to you and heck you know success for the day could look like failing at something because it taught you something right so um it's been an honor to get to ask that question and super humbling and I think with that Tar do you have any final words of advice or any final comments before we kind of before you before you get the mic no I don't um why I guess I will say um, I'll probably start closing all my podcasts with this because um, it's, it's something that just kind of resonated with me whenever I first heard it. And um, I try to discipline myself in, in ingrain it in my head every day, yeah. um, but I do struggle with that sometimes, but the <laughs> quote that I heard from my Juco coach um, that I have on all my social media, mm-hmm. um, it's, called, it's, it's a proud day, not a perfect day. Um, no matter what it is you're doing, uh, be proud in your work and just remember that everything is not always going to be perfect. Um, and if you just kind of lean on that quote, uh, in your everyday life, whether it's sports, showing cattle, livestock, judging, uh, whatever it may be, um, it's a proud day, not a perfect day. And I hope each and every single one of you guys embrace that and uh, kind of just take that that 
quote to the next level and uh, share it with all your friends, family, uh, teachers, uh, whoever it may be, um, because it's one of the greatest quotes that uh, I've ever heard and I try to live by every day. Awesome. Well, Tar, it is my sincere pleasure to know you, to look up to you, to work with you, and super excited to support you and cheer you on over this next year as the Junior Herford Show podcast. Signing off for the final time, Ralston Rip, your season two Junior Herford Show podcast. Very excited to pass the mic to Tar Tut. And remember that it's a proud day, not a perfect day. Oh my God, stop. I'm going to cry. Thank you for joining us for the Junior Herford Show. Stay tuned for the next episode and be prepared to continue to learn, lead, and achieve.